Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutrawita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. Invitation to come down for breakfast, crayfish for breakfast. I'm not interested. No, I loved it. I loved it. It was amazing. And and the thing I love is, um, you know, we've always said that... that Hobart is our eyes and ears, but literally our eyes now through these photos, which are just sensational. And it makes it sound like it's a big deal, but we haven't had this feature uh, for, for, for a long, long time. So it's great to have it back nice and easy. 0488881073. You can text through any time and include a photo, which is great. Which is fantastic. And if you missed today's show, we caught up with Emma Bygrave from the South East Suns football team who are organising a truck convoy to raise funds for the Royal Hobart Hospital Children's Ward, a sensational cause. Yeah, great chat with uh, Emma at that event coming up on the 25th of November. We also met comedian Catherine McClintock. And we had a great chat about all things Tasmania slash Canada, which was interesting. And of course, Peter Forty Ford updates you with all things entertainment. Here's what you missed. Good morning and welcome along to Friday, the 10th day of November for 2023. Good morning, Tubes. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, Hobart. Good morning, Tasmania. And we might have to shut it down. We might have to actually finally wind it up today because it's going to get to 27 degrees. (laughs) That's too hot. That is far too hot. But there's a bit of fog about it. If it's going to be 27 today in the city... That will burn off real quick, that fog. Now, that would be an elongated Bridgewater Jerry, I would think, because it looks like it's taken hold of a fair whack of the CBD. Jerry has eaten some pies and extended the width. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, we had a good day yesterday, didn't we? That was so much fun at uh, Banjo's in Rosny, raising money for uh, Archie's 100. Such a good cause. Yeah, a massive shout-out to everyone that came along and donated funds, and, and to Robbie Isles and the team at Banjo's for putting on a great day. It was just... Really great to see everyone down there. Fantastic cause, as you said. We're going to catch up with Robbie next week once they get the final tallies for that one day at Banjo's Rosny. The funds coming in were just hand over fist into the into the tin for Archie's 100. And as you say, a sensational cause. Do you, as member of the public, are we allowed to vote for Tasmanian of the Year? Because Robbie Isles, I reckon, is one of those people. He's a bloody nice guy and he does so much for the community. And let me tell you... He's humble. Yeah. He's totally. fully, properly humble. He doesn't do it for the accolades. He knows that by being connected to the community around him, that fulfills him. That's enough for him. He gives and he gets back so much more than he gives. But as you said yesterday, he's got the banjos at Rosny, he's got the banjos at New Norfolk, and he gets involved in both communities. And not just that, he extends that right out to his community where he used to live, Sorrell. He yeah. used to live down in Sorrell. And he's massively involved with the Sorrell Cricket Club and the Sorrell Football Clubs. He's living the dream, really. He's footy in the winter, cricket in the summer. <laughs> Don't know how he does it. And he's back. He said he's back playing cricket too. But Robbie does an amazing amount of work in his community around particular community clubs, which which is right up my alley. That's why I love him. And as you said, humble as oh, massively humble. And to raise funds, as you said, for Archie's one hundred yesterday, it was a really great day. And um, also, I'm still pioneering champ. 
I love the photo up on our socials of pie all over your face. That's like, seriously, you could have had another half a pie just licking your face. Yeah, well, there was a lot of pie in my mouth too. It was around my face and in my mouth. And I think that's the problem with the competition is that they didn't really have a crack. What did we say? 25.7 seconds. You had a massive crack though. Like that's hard to beat. And honestly, I don't think it was my best. (laughs) I just don't think it was my best. I think I struggled a little bit at the start. and Mr. Average. Well, I, I reckon PB, I'll... I'll break 20 seconds. It's okay. not, I'm not even joking. We're 2024. <laughs> we'll see how you go. Good morning to Tess Randello from the Triple M Newsroom. Good morning. You're joining us live. What is making news? Um, so we've got the um, inquiry into ambulance ramping that's happening yes. at the moment. So we heard some of the emergency department staff from the Royal Hobart over the last couple of days. So it's really interesting that we're starting to kind of hear what they have to say. This inquiry, I feel like... Is it the inquiry itself has only been going for a couple of weeks? It has not been going for long yet. Yeah. So, it's... and this is, I think we as a Tasmanian public know it's cooked. It's mm. like there's there's something seriously wrong, and there's not enough beds. There's not enough happening at the Royal Hobart Hospital. This is not a crack at the staff. This is the system. The system is just not working. So mm. I, I'm interested to hear what comes out of this inquiry. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I already know what's going to come out of the inquiry. Yeah, well, hopefully it kind of spurs on some change and they can hear exactly what needs to happen. But I guess in some good news for the medical services here in Tasmania, the Bridgewater's um, Greenpoint Medical Centre is being taken over, so it will not close. In September, um, all the patients were told that it was going to close. They couldn't Mm. find enough doctors. The current um, provider couldn't find enough doctors, so they would have to close it in December. Left about 8,000 patients without anywhere to go or having to find somewhere else. Yeah, they were very distressed, yeah. Yeah. That's that's absolutely enormous, and I think this is part of the system that this is – this is how it needs to change. We mm-hmm. need to have more GPs so that people aren't presenting to our emergency services at the Royal Hobart Hospital and the Launceston General Hospital and the Northwest General Hospitals. They're getting services that they can get at the GP. You, you so know obviously what like. the new, but the new owners, what did they just magically find doctors or how does that work? Um, it's the Your Hobart doctor, the one here on Bathurst Street gotcha. will be yeah. the one to take it over. They said they're going to start with about six doctors. They're okay. kind of pretty pretty happy that they can start that way and then they plan to really expand. They want to even have a look at um, opening an urgent care clinic there as well. Which is what they've done here in the city. Mm -hmm. Which is, again, that's fantastic. And and to be able to go somewhere where you need urgent care, where you don't necessarily need to head to emergency, that's fantastic. And Mm -hmm. I think that's the system that needs needs the work. And and I think clearly it's going to hopefully – mean that uh, all those folks out at the Bridgewater area will be able to get GP services consistently moving forward. Good news for them. And more good news. Um, The Jack Jumpers captain, Clint Steindl, will mark 300 games for the NBL when we take on the 36ers this weekend. So that's over his entire career. So he played for the Cairns Taipans, for Townsville, for the Perth Wildcats, and obviously started off as our inaugural captain here at the Jack Jumpers. But it's a pretty big milestone. Massive. Absolutely massive. And I know... Uh, that Clint Steindl isn't one of your traditional superstars, but mm. he's exactly what the Jack Jumpers are founded on. He's grit and grind. Mm. I was talking to someone about this yesterday at the Banjos OB um, about exactly what the Jack Jumpers are. They sort of typify what Tasmania is. We bat above our average. We mm-hmm. punch above our weight. We are grit and grind. We are just 
happy to be someone who's participating and working really hard to get the results. And Clint Steindl typifies that. A few weeks ago, you interviewed Scott Roth for the Carbine Club. Um, yesterday, I was out at St Virgil's. Um, my young bloke goes there. Congratulations to him. Two awards yesterday. Anyway, bit well of a done. break. Um, but I was talking with uh, the principal um, at the school yesterday, and he was at that luncheon, and he said, how inspiring is Scott Roth? Yeah. Oh, look. And... Like I said about Clint Steiner, like this, Scott Roth has done an incredible job of consolidating what Tasmania is all about in a basketball team. He's solidified the basketball fans, he's solidified his group, and he's plugged players in like Clint Steindl who are grit and grind. Mm-hmm. They aren't your biggest stars, but they will do everything it takes to try and win. Clint Steindl, 300 games is exactly what the Jack Jumpers is all about. And you can see why he's the leader and he, you can see why Scott Roth has put him into that position of being captain. Now, if we could just get tickets to a game, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Tessa Randello from the Triple M Newsroom. Always good to chat. Thank you. And we are headed for a warm one today, Hobart. 27 yep. degrees. And whatever Tubes tells you, Crocs are not on. Yeah, they are. Crocs, I'm a big fan of Crocs. Have been since 2005. So my young bloke the other day, we're going shopping. He wanted to buy some new footwear. We end up in a shop and he buys Crocs. And I'm standing there saying to him, no, no. But they're you, good. you swear they're, by them. Are that, they are a quality shoe. And I'm, I'm not just jumping on the trend of all these young ones now who are on their TikToks and whatever and wearing Crocs. I can, I've got evidence but you wear them out in public? I nearly wore them to work today. I'll tell you what, if I'd, if I'd have seen that it was going to be 27 degrees, I'd have had them in the studio. And if I'd seen you wearing them, you wouldn't have got in the <laughs> yeah, studio. No, is that honestly how much you hate them? Oh, see, the, see, my brother reckons that the holes in Crocs are where your dignity escapes. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, and I'm like, well, you've obviously never wore a pair of Crocs because they are... I'm not What's, what, like. Tell me, tell me a couple of events you would have worn your Crocs to. Oh, well, I know, I know. The first time I ever bought a pair of Crocs, yeah, because I was in Melbourne. Yeah. I was a uni student, and it was a hot day. I didn't have any flip flops. I had like just. I think I had a pair of Dunlop volleys on. Do you call them flip flops? You mean thongs? Yeah, flip flops, thongs, whatever. Hmm? Yeah, flip flops. Okay, that's the noise they make. Keep going. Anyway, I didn't have my thongs and I had shoes on and it was real hot. And we went into a shop, me and a mate, because we'd gone to Melbourne for the Grand Prix in 2005, I want to say. We'd saved up some money. And I bought this pair of Crocs without telling my mate, put my Dunlop volleys in my backpack, walked down onto the tram, because they're they real comfortable and <laughs> the air that flows through Grand them is Prix. fantastic. And I, I wore these Crocs to the Grand Prix and my mate, my mate was like, what are those? I'm like, they're Crocs, man, and they are comfortable. They were a beautiful pair of shoes. No. <laughs> I'm all for them. But I was on the social media the other day and uh, there was the after the day after and I saw this stupid ad for them. I bet because I started talking about Crocs, they started serving it to me on my phone because yeah, that's what happens. The algorithm. Anyway, the little lights, you plug them into the hole and they've got lights on them and I showed them to him as a bit of a piss take going, yeah. hey, check these out. I'm going to get you those. And he goes, oh, could you? No, I'm, I'm, I prom- you've never had a pair of Crocs on your feet, have you? Guess what? I don't even wear thongs. No, but I'm telling you, you can wear Crocs with socks. You oh, can do everything oh, okay. with Crocs. Yeah, next level. No. You can, no, I'm telling you, if you put a pair of these on, you probably, 
we probably start wearing them because if you don't like your feet, they sort of cover that stuff, and they they are I, comfortable. I know me, and guess what? Never. It is free plug Friday. One triple three five three. Good morning to Darren from Honeywood. Hey, you go. Good. What's happening in your world today, Darren? Uh, just off to work. What do you do for a living, Darren? Uh, work on the Glenorchy Council. Oh, brilliant, Darren. Uh, what's happening on the weekend? You got any plans? Uh, a bit of work around home, and then I take my partner for lunch on Sunday. Oh, what nice. a little treat, Darren. Well, you've got three tickets in the meat trade, Darren. Sound good? Cheers. Thanks very much. Well, that's all you got to do. A free plug for the Glenorchy City Council, free plug for the wife. He's done it all, Darren. We'll talk to Sharon from New Norfolk. Good morning, Sharon. Morning. What's happening in your world today, Sharon? So I'm the local Scoopy-Doo soft serve ice cream driver. Oh, oh sensational. You'll be busy today. Oh, uh, very busy. Where are you going to be today, Sharon? So I'm planning on heading down to Montrose um, and out to Old Beach and back to the Delwood Valley. So tell me this. Are you driving around with the music playing through neighbourhoods or are you pulling up at spots where people can come and visit you? I do a bit of both. So um, at Montrose Bay Park, um, I obviously park there um, and service everyone with ice creams in the park and the skate park. It's a great park. Sharon, this is legitimately one of those things that I can see myself doing later in my future, being... (laughs) The ice cream man, because weren't you on a TV ad? Yeah, doing a massive ice cream. Yeah, so I was in, on an ad where I was pouring a kid an ice cream, and the reason I did Actually, the ad, I, I yeah. know that young boy. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. Well, he and I were sitting there, and we were told that we could have as much ice cream as we wanted during this ad shoot, and that was part of the sales for me. So I you poured, got paid, wasn't it? I got well, I got a little bit of cash, but the big thing for me was getting uh, getting the ice cream all day, Sharon. And I poured the ice cream, the first one, and I looked at it, and I thought, oh. That looks pretty good. And I looked at the little kid. I forget his name. Forgive my ignorance. But I... I Sharon knows him. him. What's his name? Do you remember his name, Sharon? Oh, um... That's okay. It's okay if you don't. Anyway, (laughs) I looked at this ice cream and I looked at him and I thought, you know what? I better give him the first ice cream that I've poured. So I gave it... Then I went to pour the second one and the whole truck collapsed. The whole system no. broke. And I didn't get any ice cream, Sharon. Oh, no. <laughs> well, and Sha- his name's Riley. Riley, that is oh, right. that's yes. great. Before we let you go, though, Sharon, what, what's your most popular flavour? Um, choc dip, obviously. Choc dip, yeah. Cool. Sounds pretty good. Well, shout out to Sharon from New, Nor- New Norfolk from the scoop de doo ice cream truck. Going to be at Montrose. Good on you, Sharon. Have a great day. No worries. Thank you. Now, Tubes, yes. uh, I want to talk about an artist that we don't play here on the radio station, but... I think w- people will be familiar with this artist. We're talking Taylor Swift, and the reason we're talking is because I think there's going to be another meltdown today. Okay. So, so you know, a few months ago, there was a, the massive ticket sales for Taylor's uh, Era, oh, Eras tour. I remember. I was a part of it. I had to sit on a computer for hours for my partner, Erin. Yeah. She managed to get tickets, not through me. I wasted three hours of my life. Oh, do you only go for three hours? I think I went for about five. Re- yeah, I and- remember you disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had to do it from home because, and I worked from I worked from home that day um, because 
if you were, as we found out after the first day, because yeah. the first day I just left it up here at work and, yes. and as everyone was around, you just, it was kept going, In you know, background. don't refresh your screen, they kept yes. saying. Anyway, um, what I actually did on the second time when it went up, um, I actually did that from home because I, I, the pre-sale didn't work and whatever else. And they'd already warned you, oh, if you're in an office, it's the same IP address. Everyone will get linked into the same thing, but you go into it. Anyway, sure. today what's happening is additional Melbourne and Sydney tickets for sale today. Um, so they're going to start at uh, seventy nine ninety. Uh, limited oh. tickets uh, across the Australian concerts. So Friday, uh, the 10th of November, today at 10 a.m., uh, for the Sydney concert, and then at four o'clock this afternoon for the Melbourne concert, and they say until allocation are exhausted, which I think will probably be what about three minutes. Yeah, people were desperate to get this stuff. I'm not sure why they didn't just release them all and let the people who sat in the lounge room, as they called it, for five hours. Then all of a sudden you've sat in there for five hours. Now you might have to go and sit on there again. I think it'll be exhausted in a couple of minutes. Though you're right, Taylor Swift. I'm my missus is going. Aaron's going. Is she? Erin is going. Yeah. But she didn't get those through me. She didn't get you. those tickets through me. My wife no. is also going. She did get those through me. So the hours and hours paid off. I'm not she... sure it did. <laughs> <laughs> the tickets in themselves were expensive, but the time you're never getting back. <laughs> A truck convoy that is raising funds for the children's ward at the Royal Hobart Hospital on the 25th of November, starting at 4pm, to run us through the details of what is happening, why they're doing it, is Emma Bygrave, who is the Chief Coordinator of the Truck Convoy for Kids. Good morning, Emma. Morning. It's great to have your company. Tell us about how this all started. Uh, so it started off the back of our truck show that we do in June. During COVID, we couldn't run that, uh, and that had a convoy every year. So that is the South East Suns Football Club. You have the yep. truck show every year, which is a fantastic day out in Sorrell, and you started something new. Yeah, yeah, we did. So during convoy, we, uh, during COVID, sorry, we couldn't have the truck show. So we decided to run the convoy later in the year as a separate event, um, and it went really, really well. So that was our our third convoy. We did that way, and we've done it that way ever since. And so, what is the? Tell me, for those that don't know, what is a truck convoy? Uh, it's basically a bunch of trucks rock up, drive down the street blow their horns. They love it. They absolutely love it. I think everyone loves it. It's, it's so good for uh, for families and kids and whatever else. You've raised so much money with this convoy in the past year. So. Yeah, we have. Uh, last year we broke our record, so just over $15,000, um, and we've raised just over 50000 so far, so we're oh, well really done. proud of it. That's yeah. unbelievable, Emma. How can people get involved? Uh, so people can get involved. They can come out and have a look on the day, stand on the side of the road. If you're a truck driver... Anyone can come and join on the end. Just rock up on the day out at Pontville. We just ask for a donation. Um, people can donate. There's details on our Facebook page and our website. So multiple and it, ways. And it's a bit different with the top 10 places. Now, you actually auction that off, don't you? Yeah. So we auction off, say, the top 10 positions. So 10 drivers will come and pay $100 to secure a spot in that top 10. They raise money, and the one that raises the most gets to lead the convoy because it's a really big thing to be able to lead the convoy. Um, and then they follow in succession, obviously, of how much they've raised. So that's how we make the bulk of the money. So the convoy leaves Brighton, Phil, on the 25th of November, starting at 4pm, driving all the way down the Brooker to the railway roundabout and back. Then there's activities afterwards too, Emma. Yeah, there'll be a barbecue out there at uh, Pontville. There'd be a good chance for all the drivers to catch up and 
you know, people can come and have a look at the trucks if they want to come out. And let me tell you, truck drivers are incredibly proud of their trucks, aren't they, Emma? They are, and this one's a Christmas theme, so there'll be some uh, crazy stuff. Last year I had a guy wrap his truck in Christmas paper. So <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately wrapped his truck in Christmas paper. <laughs> yeah, he said it took him five hours. <laughs> <laughs> and not only proud of their trucks, but incredibly generous, aren't they? Absolutely, yeah. They'd, you know give up anything to give to charity, basically. They're awesome. The South East Suns Women's Footy Club are raising funds for the Royal Hobart Hospital Children's Ward. It is such a great event. If you want to get involved, Emma, again, just tell people where they can go. Yep, so we've got a Facebook page so that you can find that with the Suns, uh, sorry, South East Suns Truck Show and we've got a website which is sunstruckshow.com. So great. If you want to get involved, sonstruckshow.com. Emma Bygrave from the Truck Convoy for Kids. Thank you so much for coming into the studio. Thank you. Rainy from Dodgers Ferry on 13353. You've got an opinion on the stadium, Rainy? Yeah, I have. I've been listening to you as I do every day. I, I really would love to have an AFL football team, but I can't justify... I was watching the news the other night about the ambulance ramping and that poor lady dying and there's no, there was no emergency, uh, um, what do you call it, the x-ray people, there's no pathology because it was after hours and they obviously can't afford to have those hospitals open. I think that was on the northwest. And you hear it all the time about our health system and what is, is happening there with lack of funding. The government has pointed out in the past that they are still spending millions of dollars on health. Um, it, it can't be at the exclusion of everything else, though, can it? Oh, it can't. I agree with you totally. But if they're spending millions, they must need to spend more millions or become more efficient because we cannot have the hospital system like it is now and spend money on a stadium. You do support the idea of an AFL team, though? Look, I would love... I mean, I, I love all the local football. I've done it at Dodgers Ferry, and my neighbours' sons play football, and I love it. It's so good for the community. It's so good for the state. It's good for the Gemeinschaft of the, the people of Tasmania. But, you know, if you take it personally for your own budget... I would love to go to Greece every year or wherever, but I simply can't afford it. We can't afford the stadium. It's as simple as that. Thank you so much for your call, Rainy. Thank you. I love the photos that are coming oh, through yeah. text. You can send a text, photo text to us now on 0488881073. Jamie has sent us a picture of his view for the day and wants a ticket in the metro. Well, Jamie, because you've sent us a picture, you got two tickets in the metro, Jamie. And Marcus in Fawcett said, Happy Friday from Fawcett and send us a picture. How about the colours of the sky in Fawcett? Absolutely glorious shades of blue and Jamie from, as I said, I think that's Tranmere that we're looking down towards... Kingston Beach and the cliffs. Yeah, it looks like Tramier, yeah. yeah. Dez, uh, Dex from Huonville. Good morning, Dex. How are we, mate? Yeah, you've got an opinion that want to share on 13353? Yeah, mate, what's wrong with the Blunston Arena? It was good enough for them to come down and play at that. Why don't they just rename it, you know, the Rockcliffe Bloody Oval and just be happy with that? Well, this is a question that I think I raised when the team was announced, Deck. We've been told that the facility there is not good enough for long-term... It wasn't good enough for them to come down and play the games before. 
I mean, they're finding it hard to fulfil the bloody thing as it is. If it was at Blunston, would you be turning up for the AFL games there? I think I'd be one of the lucky ones, like the 5,000 people that um, only turned up when they announced it the last time. Dex, love hearing from you on one triple three five three. That's Dex's opinion. Why can't it be at Blunston Arena? I think they've come out and said that the reason it can't be there is because that facility is not up to standard of AFL and the longevity of Blunston Arena won't suit the team for a longer period of time. They need a state-of-the-art stadium. I tend to somewhat agree with Dex and, and I also but I can also see why they need a new stadium. This isn't this isn't something that we want to happen for a short amount of time. Let's not have this for ten years and then be done. This needs to be long term. Thanks for your call, Dex. Tammy, good morning. Good morning. What, um what's happening, Tammy? Well, I want to have a say. Yeah, of course, the go why for the it. hospitals like it is, is because the GPs are refusing to bulk bill. Fix that problem. Fix yeah, the problem. Instead of getting the stadium, fix the problem with the bulk billing. This is ridiculous. I've got diseases, and because I'm under 70 or 65, I can't see a doctor unless I've got 98 bucks. I'm a disability pensioner. I can't afford it. Tammy, sorry to hear about your plight, and I know it is really, really tough and to get into GPs. You go shopping on a DSP. You can't afford to shop. It's getting hard out there, Tammy. It's getting too hard. And if you need immediate support, Lifeline is always available 24-7 on 13 11 14. Tammy, thank you so much for giving us a call and your perspective. Martin from Glenorchy. Good morning, Martin. G'day, Tubes. How are you going? What have you got for us, Martin? Well, the debate about the stadium and everything, I'm just trying to refresh people's memory how long it's taken for some of our road infrastructure to take place. Um, the extension from Berrydale through Granton on the Brooker Highway took 20 years. Um, the Bridgewater Bridge has been in the planning for 50 years. Um, you know, I mean, why do we have to rush and get a stadium when there's so many other things that have got to take place? There's a bit going on, Martin. And it does seem like things take a long time to get done here in Tasmania. I mean, if we had a team and the team was already playing and they didn't have the facility to play, then I can understand the rush. There's a deadline on the contract, Martin, of 2028. They want that stadium, the AFL, I say, want that stadium built by 2028. So, like you say, if these things are going to happen, they're going to have to start happening soon, Martin. Peter 44 joins us live. Morning, 40. Good morning, boys. I bet it's got all the Hobart talking at the moment, this supposed scandal involving Prince Frederick cheating on Princess Mary. I tell you what, 40, if Princess Frederick is cheating on our Mary... There'll be 500,000 Tasmanians knocking down the door of the, the palace in Denmark. Yeah, yeah. no, this is completely unacceptable. If it's true, now that's what we've got to get to the bottom of. So what the claim is that Prince Frederick is having an affair with this woman called Genevieve Casanova. I mean, it's a great name. You've got to give her that, you know, marks for that. Now, she apparently is a, a big uh, reality show star in Spain. And the claim is that uh, Prince Frederick and her got together. And I guess the most, the most uh, incriminating aspect of the story, and they went to a Picasso exhibition together, they went to a restaurant that has flamenco dancing together, and I guess the most damning thing is they claim these photographs show that they went back to Genevieve's apartment wearing one set of clothes and then came out a short time after wearing another set of clothes, like both of them. So the question is, why would Prince Frederick have a set of clothing 
at her apartment. That that mm-hmm. seems very odd, doesn't it? Well, maybe it's just a costume change, Forty. Well, guys, you always want to see the good in people, don't you? But, <laughs> but I mean, look, I don't know. For a start, we have to question, you know, are these photos all legit? Is there more context we don't know about? Genevieve has put out quite a lengthy denial saying that she's getting her um, legal advice and she's going to take it further. I guess what I would say is that if they were having a fling of some kind, I mean, she obviously knows that she gets photographed because she's a big local star in Spain, Mm. but he would have to be somewhat conscious of that. Why would they be silly enough to go to public things like a Picasso exhibition and a restaurant if they were having an affair? Because they would have have to both know that it's going to end up being reported. And I think it's totally unbelievable that we would think a royal was having an affair. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's very true too. But look, who knows? Let's watch and wait and see. I hope it's not true. Um, I've never heard any, you know, bad scandal at all about Prince Frederick. And as you say, we will not in any way accepted in any way, shape or form if it does turn out to be true. Publicity in the form of Jared Leto. What's happening there? Oh, you've got to get online and see this vision. So what happened overnight is Jared Leto, of course, he's got this interesting dual life because he's a movie star, but also, of course, he's the lead singer of 30 Seconds to Mars. He scaled the Empire State Building. Now, I'm not joking. This is legit. He actually did it. And and when he when he's climbing up to the 80th floor, he looked in the window and his mother was there. I mean, how surreal <laughs> would that be? But it's an amazing PR stunt, and it's all to hype up the fact that 30 Seconds to Mars have got a new album out, and they're doing a, a world tour next year, which will include Melbourne, Sydney, and Brisbane. But it's an extraordinary thing to see. And at first, I thought, oh, I bet you know they probably he started out doing it, then they put someone else in, and maybe that French guy who goes climbing all those buildings. But it really is quite legitimately him. And some of the vision from the choppers uh, is quite remarkable to see. I imagine his mother's there at level 80 just saying, Jared, get off that building. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, that's right. And 40, the actor's strike is finally finished. What's happening now? Well, it's sort of back to normal, but there's a lot of catch-up to be done because even for the past four months, you know, there haven't been people haven't even been allowed to audition for things. And there's a whole bunch of things that had to stop shooting before they had quite finished, like Deadpool, for example, apparently only had two weeks left to go, so they have to get that done. The movie of Wicked had like three days to go, and they have to get that done. Uh, but what you also are going to see now is a big rush of publicity. All the big-name stars are going to be out doing interviews, doing all the chat shows, not just to promote their movies, but also because the Oscars are coming up and they want to get out there and get the buzz going to get themselves Oscars. Peter44, always good to chat to you. We'll catch up with you on Monday for an update. Bye. Have a good one. And why wouldn't you want to get to the Hobart Twilight Market? It's happening at Long Beach Sandy Bay from 4.30pm. There'll be a great variety of eats, drinks and design stalls. And don't forget, they're dog friendly. You can take your dog down there. They have Dan Vandermeer and Matthew Dames playing under the Jackson Modi Company marquee. So live music, great food, great eats and, as I said, design stalls too. One of the great markets that is happening at Long Beach from 4.30pm. Good morning to Flynn and Emmy, the pups that are out on their early morning walk. 
Andrea from Claremont has sent us a picture of her puppies. And g'day from my office at Baden. Cheers, Scotty. Good on you, Scotty. Love the photo. In fact, it's a video. Working hard there, Scotty. Love to see it. And of course... Linda from Gilston Bay says yes to the stadium and would love a ticket in the meat tray. You got it. All you got to do is text 0488 That'll get you a ticket in the meat tray. Morning, Michael. Morning, gents. How are you going? You've called us on 13353. You've been affected by the Optus outage, Michael. Yes. It was uh, a bit of a bugger on Wednesday. Um, I knew it was back up at five past one when I received a text from Optus saying, Hi, Michael. Friendly reminder. Your bill will be withdrawn from your account on the twelfth of November. Oh no! That's how you knew it was. Oh, that's how you knew they were back. They were charging you. Yep. No, sorry about the inconvenience or anything like that. Just don't forget to pay us. How did that make you feel? Oh, probably can't say on the radio. <laughs> that's pretty and rude, gonna, I reckon, Michael. And they're going to give me two hundred gig of data. I don't use the data that I've got. Is that the compensation that they're offering you, Michael? Yeah. Well, it was an inconvenience, that's for sure. We certainly realise how much we rely on our mobile services. Michael from Claremont, thanks for your call. Um, good, luck pay- <laughs> good luck paying the bill. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, mate. Maybe I can pay it in meat if I win. Oh, there you go, Michael. <laughs> well, you've great. got three tickets in the meat tray, of course. <laughs> Michael, well done. And, and quick one here from Matt from Acton Park has sent a picture and he's got two tickets in the meat tray. It looks to be a fuse box. He's, he's working pretty hard. Must be a sparky. Clubhouse Comedy is back this Sunday and the comedian who is performing there in her show that is fresh off the sold-out Melbourne International Comedy Festival is former Tasmanian Canadian comedian Catherine McClintock. Good morning, Catherine. Good morning. Now, we had had planned to talk to you Wednesday, but you had some issues with the phone. Optus. I don't know what to say. I've got to congratulate you. You're now the proud owner of 200 gig of data from Optus. Well done. Oh, my God. I'm thrilled. All I ever wanted. (laughs) So, Catherine, what can people expect from your comedy show this Sunday at the Clubhouse? Well, it's called Burst, and um, it's kind of about how hopes and dreams are a bit of BS. It's something that I was... uh, Uh, learns about uh, growing up, um, but lots of jokes about that. Um, uh, some things in there about Oprah. I don't know. That's a bit niche, but um, <laughs> basically, lots of fun jokes. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Yeah, it's happening this Sunday. Uh, tickets you can get from clubhousecomedy.com.au. Now you're you're originally from Winnipeg in Canada. That's right. Can yeah. you believe this, Catherine? I have been to Winnipeg. I think I'm one of the few Tasmanians that have been to Winnipeg. And what was your impression of Winnipeg? Well, it, it's <laughs> it it was okay. I I worked. At, <laughs> <laughs> I can see that on a bumper sticker. Come to Winnipeg. It's okay. <laughs> My, my thing that I like to say is, Winnipeg, it's not that bad. <laughs> and it really isn't. But I will say this. I've got a Tasmanian connection with Winnipeg. I was walking through the city streets and I'm walking past an Australian-themed bar. Now, you know you can get Australian-themed bars all across the world. But as I looked into the window of the Australian-themed bar, there was a Cascade Draft sign in the front window of the bar. I know which bar you're talking about. <laughs> it's called the, the Billabong, I think. Yes. yes. And, and so Cascade Draft does not leave Tasmania. 
However, I went into Winnipeg. What's the uh, Manitoba. Man- Manitoba? Manitoba. Manitoba. Yep. Winnipeg, Manitoba, and I had a Cascade draft in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Brilliant. Nothing like traveling. 30 hours to get something you can get at home. <laughs> Catherine, they had Cascade Draft. Why would you ever leave Winnipeg? <laughs> I left for bigger and better things and then I lived in East Devonport for 13 years. Oh, so, wow. you know. Wow. <laughs> from Winnipeg to East Devonport, you've gone from it's not that bad to it is that bad. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I also lived there for six months uh, in uh, East Devonport. It was the worst five years of my life. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful view. It is, of the it is. And the, the only reason I bag it out is because I'm from Burnie, and that's a little bit rougher than perhaps what, what East Devonport is. Your show, Burst, is happening this Sunday at the Clubhouse Comedy, Sunday, the November the 12th. You can still get tickets via clubhousecomedy.com.au. Catherine McClintock, thanks so much for joining us on Triple M. Thank you. Hobart's Triple M, the station giving you the chance to win 30 minutes of fame. You could get your own slot right here on The Breakfast Show with Tubes. You could also be walking away the exclusive VIP experience thanks to the Tasman Hotel. The Tasman is a luxury collection hotel in Hobart. Oh, yeah, and let me tell you, you can treat yourself to dinner for two at Pepina as well, drinks at Mary Mary. It's a really great prize, triplem.com.au. Chibs, I have to pull you up on something that happened this morning on the show. Your yep. lovely partner, Erin, yes. you called her my missus, and I've got to yep. start by saying to Erin, I have never heard you use that phrase in your life. I actually don't either. I never, I never call her my missus because she has said, I'm not your bloody missus. Well, she's your par- so <laughs> she's, she's your partner for a start. Yeah, so, she's my partner. I must say, when I have occasionally made the mistake and I go uh, about something about well, your wife and, and you will go, partner, yeah. um, correct she's, me very quickly, but I've never heard you call her my no, missus. As soon as the words came out of my mouth, I immediately regretted it. I actually got a text from Erin this morning. Oh, did you? Yes, on 0488881073. Did I hear you call me your missus on the radio? Surely that earns me a ticket in the meat tray. I said, <laughs> well, yeah, it does. And I said, I text back to her via 0488 As soon as it came out of my mouth, I regret it. And she said, rightly so. I could hear the regret in your voice. You know so what I reckon she... she regrets more than you saying that? What? That she didn't ring to get three tickets in the meat tray. <laughs> <laughs> We've got two contestants on one triple three five three. Good morning to our carryover champ, Jules from Blackman's Bay. G'day, guys. How are you this morning? It's great to have you back. Thanks so much for your patience. I know you've had a bit going on, Jules, and I hope everything's going okay. Thank you so much. No, that's awesome. And it's great that you had uh, that amazing lady on this morning and everybody rock down to Pontville on the 25th and support the Royal Hobart Hospital. Absolutely support the Royal Hobart Hospital. That is, of course, the truck convoy that's happening on the 25th of November, raising funds for the Royal Hobart Hospital Children's Ward. They're doing a sensational job at the South East Suns. Sunstruckshow.com for more info on that. That's right. Jules, can you test your buzzer, please? Jules, I'm going to go today. (laughs) <laughs> All right. You'll be taking on Anthony from Tramere. Good morning, Anthony. Good morning, everybody. How are we? What's happening in your world today, Anthony? I'm just at work, mate, waiting for the temperature to drop down again. I'm a bit like you, Tubes. I don't, uh, don't like the hot days. No, they're okay. It's just just a bit yeah. warm. Not my peak operating temperature, Anthony. No. Can you test your buzzer, please? 
Anthony. Beautiful. We've got three questions. If you get two of them correct, you win $200 thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. Question number one. What is the roundabout at the intersection of the Brooker Avenue and Liverpool Streets? Com- oh, commonly Ooh. known as? Railway roundabout. Jules! <laughs> Sensational, Jules. I love it. It is the wow. railway roundabout. That's quick. The other option Whoa. was steam engine roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. This one is a tough one. How many balls were bowled in the Hobart Hurricanes match against the Sydney Thunder yesterday afternoon? Was it A, zero, B, 20? Anthony. Anthony. 20. Incorrect, ah. Anthony. Jules. Hey, zero. <laughs> Correct, Jules. The, the match was abandoned without a ball being bowled. It was raining in Sydney, Jules. Anthony, I bad luck. it was a trick question. Bad luck, Anthony. <laughs> no, good. Wasn't all a trick good. question, Jules. It was just <laughs> a, <laughs> fact. a silly question. Well, thanks thanks so much for playing, Anthony. And uh, Jules, $200 now. Are you going to uh, take that and walk away or are you going to come back and play for 300 Monday? You know what? I would love to. But we actually going to be at the Royal on Monday morning with Cass. Yeah, of course. So I'd be silly not to take it and everybody get down to Pontville. Please, on the 25th. There's so much amazing work there. Jules. And so do you guys. So thank you so much. We know your beautiful daughter, Cassie, is going through some tough things at the moment. And our thoughts are with you. And, and of course, Cass, who's an incredibly strong young lady, mm-hmm. as are you, Jules. So well-deserved. 200 bucks coming your way thanks to Creative's $50,000 First so Home much. Builders Boost by Creative Homes. and. Jules, we are thinking of you. All the best on Monday, okay? Thank you very much. Yeah, love getting your text on 0488881073. So many great photos coming in, Phil. We're looking at an office here, which I think is looking across the channel. That is a great shot there, looking across the channel. And Mick has sent us a picture looking towards the Bridgewater Bridge, towards uh, Otago. I think that is where you're looking there, Mick. Love that photo. Morning, Tubes. It's... Free plug time for Nova Wellness Centre, spa, sauna, ice baths in their stunning outdoor oasis or a massage treatment in their luxurious treatment rooms. I went in yesterday and experienced the works. Works. My ice bath took my breath away. I lasted about 30 seconds. Pop in and see if you can beat that. <laughs> Vouchers are available for the perfect Christmas gift. Call Nick and give him a chat. That's Rach from West Moona. Thanks so much. She's thrown a couple of pictures on there that look really cool too. Yeah, beautiful stuff. There's a picture of a rolled over car in Geeston. Thanks for the update this morning in Geeston. Just a reminder to be safe. Thank you from Scott. Good morning, guys. Listen to you every morning. Keep up the good work. Cheers, Julie. And Sam from Berrydale is has sent me a picture on 0488881073. My view, from the, my view here, Tubes, guess where I am? And it's a picture of West Beach in Burnie. He is definitely listening oh. via the listener app. Of course, you can text about anything, anytime. 0488881073. Darren says, hey, Tubes, get that stadium built so we might get to see the Pies play here for points one day. Mm. Also, hate to be a beer this afternoon. Cheers from Mossy. Good on you, Mossy in Brighton. Love hearing from you, Hobart, on 0488881073. Did you mention the birthday? No, I didn't. What's uh, the birthday? There was a birthday mentioned there. Can you wish our granddaughter, Briley, a big 21st birthday greeting? It's her birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, Briley. Love it. 
And Jason sent us a picture from Claremont, a ripper day in Claremont, Chirps. Tell you what, it's a ripper day everywhere. Morning, Brendan. Yeah, morning, buddy. How you going? You've got a little plug you want to give away, do you? Oh, I have. Look, my daughter's got a um, extreme nails and beauty in Bridgewater. She does the eyelashes and waxing, etc. Um, she's number one Tasmanian tech, nail tech in Tasmania, voted on online. Oh, sensational. Proud dad moment there. Yes, very, very proud. Um, she's got her own studio. You can find her on Facebook. Um, Christy, she's got very, very, very good talent with um, the nails. Very, very good. Yeah, Tell us the business incredible. again then, Brendan. Extreme Nails and Beauty. Wonderful stuff, Brendan. you got a ticket to the Metro just like that. In fact, you've got you have three, a great day. three of them. Three <laughs> tickets there day. just for Good you, anyway. Brendan. You have a great day too. You've got the wheel. I've You've got, got all the names. I've got it all ready to go, Phil, and I'm just spinning the wheel here. Now, every time you interact with the show on 0488 you get a ticket in the Metro. If you've sent us a photo, you get two tickets in the Metro. If How you give good us... are the photos today? Oh, the photos have been great. Oh. There's one here from Barrio. Shout out to Barrio, who's just given a shout out to the Arthur's Lake Roadhouse. Took my daughters to the lake for a spot of fishing, and the guys got us sorted with some good tucker and great service. Good on you, Barrio. Um I've just spun the wheel. Can, before you say that, yep. uh, Trapper, who uh, sent through, was that was that actually the closest, That's the closest photo we've had? It was in our car park. Trapper from Tunnock, who's, <laughs> Tunnock, who's out and about doing deliveries for Taz Connect. Guess where I am? He sent us a picture. He's literally out the front of the office. <laughs> Good on you, Trapper. Hey, the Tavergens, I wanted to mention them too. Fantastic photo from uh, the highway. And, and that really shows that we've got the eyes as well of our, our ears now from our listeners because you can send photos. Photos through now via our text number 0488881073. So if it's safe to take a pick, uh, then do that, please. Yeah, absolutely. Our winner today for the meat tray, 100 bucks worth of meat from Robbo's Chicken and Meat, open seven days in Glenorchy. Wow, Robbo is, just going through the list, it's number seven. It is Scott in Baden. Well done, Scotty. You've won yourself 100 bucks worth of meat. Thanks to Robbo's Chicken and Meat. He sent us through a picture of him working on the digger. Brilliant stuff. Scotty and Bain, you've won a hundred bucks worth of meat. Wow, that was a big show today. I, I love the fact that so much caller interaction and uh, and the text messages. I, I can't get over and I can't stress enough how good these photos are. So keep sending those through. Oh four double eight double eight one zero seven three. Yeah, love hearing from you, Hobart. And I am now concerned because we have finished the show and I have to walk outside and it's twenty seven degrees. You poor old thing. Don't yeah, worry about me thing. specifically. Worry about my thighs. That's what the real concern is. Oh, are you going to train this weekend? Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to run probably on Sunday. I was going to run today, but it's too hot. How uh, long before the point so of pinnacle? It's 10 days. <laughs> okay. No, it's less than that. It's less than that. It's like eight days. Unless you're listening to this on Saturday, and well, then it's seven days, yeah. or Sunday, six days. Well, let's well, not go there. So anyway, you've got your Sunday time's week, running out. Sunday week, and I, I'm going to make it. I think I'm going to make it. I just hope my body doesn't break down, but I'm feeling pretty good. I'm, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm fit as a mallet bull. I'm ready to go. Had fun with you this week. Yeah, I'm heading thanks, back Phil. into uh, the cupboard they keep me in, and then they just drag me out whenever <laughs> they need me. And uh, producer Rhea is back. You have fun next week, won't yeah, you? Yeah, we will. We will. Thanks for your help all this week, Phil, and thanks to you, Hobart, for getting in touch. You, as Phil said, you can all throughout the weekend, 0488881073. Catch you from Monday at 6am. See ya. Bye. Treat yourself too. Bye.
Fit as a mallet ball. I'm ready to go. Had fun with you this week. Yeah, I'm heading thanks, back Phil. into uh, the cupboard they keep me in and then they just drag me out whenever <laughs> they need me. And uh, producer Rhea is back. You have fun next week, won't yeah, you? Yeah, we will. We will. Thanks for your help all this week, Phil, and thanks to you, Hobart, for getting in touch. You, as Phil said, you can all throughout the weekend, 0488 Catch you from Monday at 6am. See ya. Mate. Treat yourself too. Bye.